dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying You're the dummy that don't believe in science Written on your forehead, always be denying Hey, hey, hey Welcome Hello. to Good Girls Go Green. I'm Celia. Ha, uh, I beat you to I'm it today. Julia. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, welcome to 2021, guys. I guess our last episode was also in 2021. That's true. So we saw you second, last year. Second episode. No, we saw them this year because it was January 1st that it came out. But we didn't say it. I'm saying it now. <laughs> we saw you last year. Good one. Uh, um, this is, we've now completed, by the end of this episode, a full week of um, 2021. Yes. How's it treating you so far? You know what? Personally, I feel like I've been doing pretty good at sticking to my goals so far. Nice. Um. The world's definitely fallen to pieces, which is As to be, be expected. expected. Yeah. Jinx. One, two, three, four, six, seven, nine, ten. <laughs> you owe me three sodas now. No, because I got you one the other night. Two sodas okay. now. Deal. <laughs> I will collect. Um, Yeah, I, I saw this meme today that was, um, it was a picture of the Joker mm-hmm. and then it was, and then it had the clown from it standing right next to the Joker. Yeah. And the Joker was like showing the clown like its way, basically. And um, the caption was 2020 introducing 2021 how to wreck everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I was, had to see it. Hard to explain on the had, podcast. Had to be there. <laughs> How's it treating you, though? Um, Not too bad. So, actually, I think it was two weeks ago. It was the week that we recorded in our living room. Um, uh-huh. I talked about having an interview for a job. And I said that I would let people know. What was I was trying to think of the word that I was trying to say. I told people that I would let them know. Yeah. And I got the job. Woo! So I am employed. She's a big girl. She's been going her big girl job all week. It's been a training week and I'm exhausted because it's just a lot of information really, really fast. You're drinking from a fire hose. I'm drinking from a fire hose. I'm sticking my face right in it. Yep. And I've lost it. (laughs) But it's good. It's been really good. It's been really nice to have have this yeah i feel motivated i feel on top of things i've been organized i'm super grateful that i am doing training this week and not next week when we start classes yeah because it's nice to get ahead of things yeah then it would be a fire hose on top of a fire hose yeah. and you would never hear from me again because i would be dead <laughs> and that is when the podcast ends that's when the podcast <laughs> would end right there but i think so far so good so far, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. We're a little late recording this week. Yes. It's just been busy. Celia started a new job. We're just trying to get back into the swing of things with after the holidays. That was all. The Bachelor started? The Bachelor started, which oh, obviously took priority. My goodness. You guys, 
one of our friends, Meredith Urule. Meredith, I, I get home from my long day at work and I find a bracket laying on top of the table. And I was like, what is this? And she had gone and found bachelor brackets. Oh, yes. And so last night we put together our bracket for the season. <gasps> Maybe we should. I don't know if you guys, if any of you guys care about Bachelor, but maybe we'll post it on our <laughs> on our Instagram if you guys want to see our brackets. Heck yes. <laughs> I want to share my bracket. I want to share my bracket too. Because we can I think, all make brackets together. Yes. I think I'm going to win. Oh no. I'm winning for sure. No, no, no. I'm already feeling good about it. I've been feeling good about it from the beginning. I love that for you. I love Same. that for me too. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So um that was exciting though. It was. Yeah. Anything else for this week? Oh, um, did you ask me? I think you asked me. You, I did. <laughs> I think ask I already you. asked. Although you. I do have more whenever you're done. Oh, okay. Um What else did I do? That's it. We're back <laughs> in Utah. We're back at it again. Back at it again. Um, School starts next week. I'm a little dreading it because I'm taking a finance class, which I think is going to eat my soul just as bad, if not more than the math class. But the professor seems nice. So we'll see. Well, get ready because you're about to have a finance 101 lesson from Julia tonight. Boom. Could I could I email my professor and say, hey, so I've already had finance. I shouldn't be in this class. Please give me the credits anyways. Please, please refer to the podcast episode <laughs> attached. <laughs> finance by Julia. Please finance us on Pre- Patreon. Precursor, guys. I'm no finance expert. <laughs> so you guys who selected my topic for the week just be prepared it might not be as thorough or as accurate as you wanted to be i gotta be honest i was so shocked that people chose financing and maybe not financing but yeah investments financing money Money. it's all the same i was actually very surprised too and maybe it's because we've had i would say we've had a little bit more traditionally feminine um topics ideas topics Yeah. yeah on the polls and this week, I think we're a little bit more on the business scale, which we've had a lot of requests for. Yeah, we had last week, we had a couple like New Year's resolutions for mm-hmm. businesses. Yeah. So. so I hope that this will be enlightening. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited about it. I learned a lot. It's I feel good. like it's applicable for everyone who is above the age of, I don't know, when are you old enough to invest? <laughs> I should no. have looked into that. I don't know, 16? Probably. I don't know. That's kind of a weird... I think that's when my brother started investing. But I don't know if you can invest yourself. That's when you you might have to work. You might have to be like under your parents' name still. Probably. Because I think if you're still being claimed as a dependent, then you're still unable to invest. Finances by Julia and Celia. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of question marks involved. So there's that. Um, Well, good luck with that. Thank you. It might be another semester where we hear Celia's woes every week. It might be. (laughs) But also, I think, I feel like finance, there's like a set amount of formulas and that's what we're covering. Mm. Because with math, the formulas are never ending. It's just going to keep going and going and going. And there's always something more to build upon it. 
And I feel like to some extent, to some extent there is, it's not crazy, it's not calculus. I'm not going into a calculus class. And so it's applied math. Yes. Which I like. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Because, I mean, I didn't like geometry. And then when I got into my major and learned that I had to use geometry, Mm -hmm. it starts to click and make sense. Because you're like, oh, you know, I will use the Pythagorean theorem in real life. (laughs) I do need that. Guys, Celia's actually smart. She pretends like she's not, but she is. (laughs) We can cut that. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) No, it's true, though. I feel like I kind of... (laughs) she plays herself down a lot but she you flatter me (laughs) (laughs) let's not talk about the numerous times i've attempted to run into traffic (laughs) not intentionally (laughs) that's true i've had to pull her out at least twice at least yeah yeah um well i forgot to mention i got the greatest christmas present oh ever this week. yes if you weren't going to mention this i was going to mention this yeah i have to give my brother a shout out so john if you're listening shout out to you he well okay first off he wrote me the sweetest note like just a full-on page he's gonna be so embarrassed that you said that okay you're right <laughs> <laughs> but it was Carry super on. sweet <laughs> i i stand by what i said john if you're embarrassed actually i texted him after i got it and i was like john you're so sweet you made me cry and he was like oh i'm glad you liked it sorry i made you cry <laughs> and i was like no they were tears of joy <laughs> um yeah so it was a, just a really nice thoughtful note from my brother and um and then he got me, and we'll have to post a picture of it we have on to. Instagram because it's just so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got me a plaque, a wooden plaque yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, a wooden plaque with our Good Girls Go Green logo on it, or like name and the earth. Mm-hmm. And then the Spotify, what's it called? I don't know the technical term for it. But it's almost like a QR code, but out of the Spotify um, music dashes. Yeah. I'm sure some people are like, what in the world are you talking about? And others are like, that's not what it's called. It's got it's a like name. The thing that I post every week on Instagram that has the soundbite. Yeah. That shows that it's kind of similar to that, but it's a specific one that when you take a picture when you go into Spotify and you hit search and you open your camera in the search bar. And you take a picture of it, it will take you to that podcast. Yeah. So it acts like a QR code. It acts. Yeah. So super thoughtful. I, yeah, I'm so excited to put it up. So she didn't know that it did that. (laughs) Yes. I (laughs) just thought, oh, it's one of those. (laughs) I just thought it was really cute. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so original. (laughs) I thought he came up with it by himself. (laughs) I mean, to some extent, he did. Yeah. Which is awesome. John, you're a stud. Yeah. He did a good job. He, it was a very thoughtful gift. He won Christmas. Meanwhile, I got him pillows and a donut maker. (laughs) I think that was thoughtful. I think he made his Christmas. I think he's, he was very excited about that. But I was also very excited about my gift. Speaking of donut makers, we should make some donuts. But you're being gluten free. 
there's gluten-free cake mixes. Okay. That's one of my New Year's resolutions, everyone, <laughs> is to be, actually be gluten-free. I'm tired of complaining about how awful I feel when I eat gluten. Because, yes. let's be honest, I feel really awful. But, <laughs> but... I'm That's trying being to make gluten free. <laughs> being gluten free. I'm really trying to make an effort here, and I've done pretty well though thus far. You have. We're on day five. Six. Are we? We're on day six. Um. No, we're not. Of well, what? um, yes, of the year, of the year, yes, of me being gluten free. We're on oh. day two. <laughs> I was like, day six, man, I'm a champ. No. <laughs> It's been because I, I got back so to Provo you didn't on Monday. Start on the year. Gotcha. I got back to Provo Monday, and then we had soft pretzels. Oh, and so Tuesday. <laughs> right. It's been two days. That's right. Sorry. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But new year, new us. We got this, guys. Heck yeah! I hope you guys are doing good on your new year's resolutions. Um, should we move on to being eco friendly? Heck yes. Okay. I've got some stuff. Good, Unless because I know. don't. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I was not eco-friendly this week. That's okay. It just it just didn't happen. It's hard when I go home because you just kind of fall back into old habits. And yeah. I try that to be conscientious sense. about certain things, but it still just doesn't always happen. And, um, and then getting back here and back into the swing of things. I guess I haven't been not eco-friendly since I've been here. We're back to using our compost. We're back yeah. to trying to use all parts of the fruits and vegetables. So that's kind of that. Although I did, I got those um, carrots again that we mm-hmm. tried making um, pesto pesto with yeah. last time. And instead of me keeping them to try to make pesto again, I just put them in the compost. So sorry about that. That's okay. Um, yeah, I honestly, like, I haven't done that much, but I just wanted to give an update, um, on my New Year's resolutions. So a couple of them were to cook at home more, and I feel like I have done a really good job of that so far. Like You've eaten chicken noodle soup all week. Yes. (laughs) 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 I have made it last. We've made it work. I've been making... Before our people at home are sitting there going, wow, this girl makes a home-cooked meal every day, three meals a day. Guys, she's eating chicken noodle soup for three meals a day for a week. (laughs) I've been been eating lots of leftovers. I've been very sustainable this week. It's very simple. Hey, chicken noodle soup is really good and very simple, and I enjoy it. And here's here's my kudos to you. You used the chicken stock that we made from the bones. I did. Back in October. Yeah. The bones. The chicken bones. We <laughs> That sounded really ambiguous and kind of scary. <laughs> but the chicken carcass bones. That Remember we, how back in Halloween we were talking about sustainable Halloween decorations? Bones. Having actual skeletons. Oh my gosh. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't use... Um, plastic skeletons <laughs> get naturally sourced eco-friendly <laughs> skeletons. I'm sure you can find plenty. <laughs> easy. Easy money. Um, 
But yes, the chicken carcasses from back in yeah. October. And we did did it again in November for Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kudos to you for you. using our leftovers. Our leftovers are yes. food storage, yeah. you could say. Yeah. And it's all like in the freezer, so we can mm-hmm. really use it whenever. Yeah. I just, I was feeling in the mood for some chicken noodle soup. And I went and got a couple things. The nice thing about chicken noodle soup is that it's just so simple. Mm-hmm. It's literally carrots, celery, onion, a couple spices, chicken noodles. Yeah. It's like six ingredients. Question. So easy. What's up? Did you use gluten-free noodles? <sighs> no. You hate me. I tried looking for gluten-free noodles. I think I remember we couldn't use the traditional noodles we yeah. had to use like rotini or something like that yeah Some they have noodle. i i almost grabbed that because i was like i should make it gluten-free for celia because i want some i know i'm sorry they're egg something they're the normal chicken noodles next time i make some i will make sure that i get that for I'm, you i'm not mad i'm just disappointed or maybe i should like look and see because I've also seen, like, you can make chicken noodle soup with... it. The, the noodles don't necessarily have to be those types of noodles. You mm-hmm. can have it with, like, I don't know if fettuccine is the right noodle, but, like, just broken up a little bit smaller into pieces. Oh, yeah, you know that's I mean? true. I've seen that done. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of weird, it but it could work. We yeah. could also just do, like chicken vegetable soup my mom does that sometimes mm-hmm. too. and you could do chicken and rice yeah and oh what did my mom say about the chicken pot pie soup you just oh. add milk and cream yeah and it thickens up really nice and then yeah. you can make biscuits, biscuits and put biscuits on top yeah there's tons of different variations but i just like it's very simple it's very it's fairly healthy mm-hmm. there's probably a lot of salt in it that's yeah that's true but but it's pretty healthy for the most part. Yeah. And um, and it's filling. Like, I just, for dinner, I had a bowl of chicken noodle soup, and that was all I needed. Mm-hmm. So. Easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, <laughs> yes, Celia has called me out. I, <laughs> I have been eating at home, but really nothing fancy at all. Just very simple mm-hmm. meals. But I feel like that's still good because I'm. Using my leftovers and not letting them go bad. Yeah. Especially since you won't help me out since you're trying to go gluten-free. Well, you didn't make them GF, so. I know. Next time. Whose fault is that? <laughs> Mine. Um, and then since farmer's markets are not open right now, I have been trying to buy more organic options at the grocery store. So um, my milk, I bought organic. The vegetables that I bought for... The soup were organic, all that. So, you should look at the Dirty 30 and the Clean 15 list because there is a list of fruits and vegetables that you should buy organic and that you really don't have to buy organic. Interesting. Yeah. And so, the Clean 15 are fruits and vegetables that are like, they're, I think they're the non non organic fruits and vegetables that it's like totally fine to yeah. get non organic. Interesting. Whereas the dirty thirty are like these are super heavily pumped with pesticides. You should get them organic. Yeah. And also my other beef with organic that I feel like maybe this is a push for better organics. 
I guess, is that like if you've got your carton of hefty, hefty, hefty strawberries and your organic strawberries and they're kind of crusty and tiny, like the natural consumer is going to be like, wow, I really want these strawberries that are super hefty. Well, that's the whole problem because I feel like everyone has just our our vision of what fruits and vegetables are are mm-hmm. so skewed because that's what grocery stores are have been putting out is the yeah. perfect foods and that's why there's companies like Imperfect Foods, mm-hmm. you know, which was one of my resolutions and I have not looked into it yet. That's okay. But we're getting there. Been, you've been trying to get yourself ready for the crazy week and then yeah. you've jumped into the crazy week. So, so here we Maybe are. Maybe this weekend. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty much it. Nothing too big, but hopefully you guys are all off to good starts with your nearest resolutions. We're cheering for you on uh, this side. And I actually, I haven't gone through and listened to all of the episode um, from last week yet. Celia was awesome and put that all together for us. Um, But I listened to bits and pieces of it just to see what resolutions people were making to see what topics we could be talking about this new year in the podcast um and i'm just so grateful for you guys for contributing and putting that together it was really sweet oh you softy <laughs> cute yes i'm a softy um yeah that's all yeah so Next. we also won't be announcing this week's write-ins because it was a holiday and things time got away away from us yep um but we will be back at it again next week so make sure you write in yep keep an eye out for that on fridays right yes yep fridays on our instagram story stay tuned yep um do you want a fun fact i do okay this one's fun okay um so i got this off of the instagram page for eco quotes And it said that the Leonardo DiCaprio Foundation has raised $100 million for climate change. Wow. Yeah. Way to go, Leo. Yes. I didn't think that he could get hotter. And he did. (laughs) He just got a million dollars hotter. (laughs) So everyone has to share their two cents. Everybody does. And I was kind of scrolling through the comments because I was like, I mean, what are people's thoughts on this? Mm -hmm. And there's such a wide variety there's people who say this is not enough or people who are saying that he's still using private planes and yachts and stuff and so it's it's not good enough Mm -hmm. and other people who think that he's the hero we didn't know we needed and so there's all kinds of differing points of view and so kind of present us the information uh, present us we present you the information and hope that you can decide from there i for one think that leonardo is such a stud (laughs) <laughs> and that he's that he's making an effort and yeah. so we should really stop this is my my soapbox we should really stop bashing people who are putting their drop in the bucket and actually start supporting people and yeah. i had the thought what if we cancel cancel culture what if people who say nasty hateful things and it's like you know what canceled you're canceled <laughs> yeah and what if we all gang together and cancel the cancelers And cancel culture has been canceled. I think the thing is, like, we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's like the people who say too little, too late. Yes, that might be true. But also, at least we're doing something now. Mm -hmm. Better to start now than in five more years. Right. You know? Yeah. And yes, 
the best time to start was yesterday, but the second best time to start was today. Mm-hmm. So, and like, I don't have a hundred million dollars laying around for me to donate to climate change. Yeah. So, props to Leo for doing doing it for me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> heck yeah. Yeah. So, and it is. It really is. Like, just like how we talk about how we're trying to be better at putting our drops in the bucket. There's tons of things that we could be doing better. We might not be on private planes, unfortunately. <laughs> but, you know, there's so many things that we could do better in our lives. But we're trying to do better in some ways and other ways we're still failing, you know? Yeah. Some weeks we have nothing to share about how we are eco-friendly. So, I, I did nothing but take up space here in this environment. <laughs> I breathed. I breathed. I soaked up more of the oxygen. And are people going to come out of the woodwork and say, cancel? You know what? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So optimistic. Come at me because I will cancel you back. <laughs> That's my thought today. Just what if we cancel the cancelers? I love it. Yeah. Nice. So that's my. That's cool. I like it. Yeah. Food for thought. Food for thought. Cool. Do what you can. For sure. Be like Leo. Be like Leo. WWLD. <laughs> what would Leo do? What would Leo do? It's my new life motto. That's it. I need that on a t-shirt. People ask me what it means. Like, what would Leo do? Who's Leo? You what, know. Would, what would the Lord do? No. <laughs> no, no, no. What would Leo do? Leo DiCaprio. First name basis, me and Leo. Not even first name. Nickname. Nicknames. Ah, <laughs> yes. Well. Well. Is it my turn? It's your turn. All right. I have got a world update for you guys. So this comes from... I'm going to try to pronounce this right. It's an Instagram page. Kuryuma Green Tips. Oh, I have no idea. It's spelled C-A-R-I-U-M-A and then Green Tips. Okay. Um, so they shared, um, some information saying that giant pandas are no longer endangered. Oh, yay! Yeah. So it's exciting, but also not, like, we're not back to full health of the pandas. Mm -hmm. They moved up to being vulnerable species. Yeah. Um, but it is good news still because they've increased in population size by 17%, which nice. isn't an incredible amount, but at least it's enough. Whoa, I'm getting tangled in my cords. <laughs> um, at least it's enough for them to be off the endangered species yeah. list. Um, so just a little bit more um, information about this. Like in the 80s, there were only a thousand 114 pandas in China. Wow. Yeah. 1,114. Yeah, that's all. Okay, kind of dumb question. What's the difference between the giant panda and the not giant panda? I think it's just panda. I think it just said giant panda, but oh, okay. it's just panda. Because everywhere, everywhere else in the article that I was reading through was just said panda. Okay. Because, I mean, so. I know there's other breeds of panda yeah i think it's like just the, the normal panda. panda i think it's just the normal panda that you think of panda yeah. that's a funny word 
Panda. 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 Remember panda, that song? Panda. I do remember that song. <laughs> My 15-year-old brother showed it to me. Panda. 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 It's good. Um, all right. And then, yeah. So back in the 80s, there were less than 2,000 pandas. Wow. In China. Yeah. Um, but the things that have helped with this increase um, and saving the pandas... The number of panda reserves have jumped to 67, which doesn't sound like a lot. But if you think of like, have you ever been to a reserve? No. Have you? It's like a zoo, but it's not a zoo. It's like where, where they like rehab animals. So Carol Baskin? No. I think she's a big cat. Wild rescue. <laughs> yes, but that is Animal not. Rescue. That is. That's not. The same. You're right. It's not. (laughs) If you have any questions, maybe it is the same. Write in. (laughs) Write in if we're wrong. (laughs) About Tiger King and its (laughs) friends. Um. Anyways, so sixty-seven doesn't seem like a lot, but also like when sixty-seven reserves for those. 1,000, 100, whatever. It's pretty pretty good ratio, yeah. I feel like. And not all of those 1,000 needed help or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, and then the hard part that they're working on um, getting kind of resolved with the government and just with private businesses and stuff like that, um, the World Wildlife Fund is currently working on this. Ah, uh, the WWF. Yeah. There were so many boys in um, middle school who had t-shirts that had, like, pandas on them. It was WWF. I oh. Was like, what what is that? That's cool. It was like... They were supporting the pandas. Yes, but it was kind of one of those weird trends. Like the boobies bracelets? Like the boobie, the I heart boobies yeah. bracelets. And it was like, why? I think they just had them at, like, Hot Topic or something. And people were like, panda shirts. That's but funny. I don't even really remember know. that. But also, yeah. I might just not have noticed. Because, I mean, the I Heart Boobies bracelets were for breast cancer. And right. so you bought them to support yeah. the cure for breast cancer. But also, they were just sixth grade boys that wanted to have bracelets that said boobies. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. so, you know, it's I think it's the same thing with the panda shirts. They're yeah. like, pandas, we want a shirt with pandas on them. And it's got like WWF across the, gotcha. across the back or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yes. So the WWF. You guys might have learned about it in middle school if you shopped at Zoomies, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Zoomies, Hot Topic, um, what else? PacSun. Any of those middle school stores yeah. that you yeah. shopped at. Yeah. Um, so they are working with, like I said, governments, communities, um, industries to help because the pandas are um, suffering from being scattered because um a lot of their a lot of times their habitats are being destroyed because of um just construction and infrastructure and all that good stuff that people like to do. Panda, panda, panda. Yeah. It's so. just on repeat in my head. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Um yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. Dang. It's kind of a mix of like good and bad news, I yeah. guess. But good news that we're on the up and up, it seems like. Yeah. But also there's a lot more room to improve so definitely and like 
I think giraffes are still on the endangered species list, which makes me so sad because I freaking love giraffes. They're her favorite animal. They're my favorite animal, purely because you can feed them crackers. Which I guess you could feed <laughs> and any you're animal the reason crackers. why they're endangered. <laughs> no, at one of my favorite zoos, they and I know that like there's a whole whether or not zoos treat animals right, but that's neither here nor there today. <laughs> today it's about the zoos. Today it's about me. Yes, today's about the giraffes at one of my favorite zoos where the enclosure is in the ground and you can be face-to-face with the giraffes and you can buy crackers, giraffe crackers. Not and they're, just not hand, <laughs> they're not handing out writs out the window. You know, it's it's crackers. And you can buy them and they're like, long black tongue will be like, and take the crackers right out of your hands. And I am obsessed. I'm obsessed. It's the grossest thing, but also... Wow. When we went, Celia um, Celia showed me around this, her favorite zoo. And when we went, because of COVID, they weren't doing it. Well, they were. It was raining. Oh, was that why? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was raining. Well, it was bad weather and thus... Oh, yeah, that's right. It was like a thunderstorm. Yeah. <laughs> it was a flash flood warning and we went anyways <laughs> because we were there. It was the only day we were going to be there. The only day. We had to do it. And we had bought tickets. That's right. So, <laughs> and then we donated our spare change too, because they had the little like coin slots at yeah. the at the end mm-hmm. where you got to you got to your vote on your favorite animals that you wanted to help. Well, yes, because it was <laughs> the endangered animals, and I think there were like red eyed tree frogs and rhinos and vultures. Yeah. Vultures are in peril. Yeah, and the giraffes, and I of course gave it to the giraffes. But not the blue macaws, because the blue macaws are extinct. Oh. I was, I was thinking about that earlier today, because I was flipping through Disney Plus and <laughs> saw Rio, and the last of the blue macaws died. Childless. Tragic. Very tragic, and now there are no more blue macaws here. That's actually really sad. And we did it to ourselves. Here we are. All right. Well, enough bad news. Yes. Do Let's talk about kitchen. Kitchen stuff. <laughs> so these are topics um, picked from the polls this week. Yep. Remember to vote. We're going to try to be more on it this year. Now that the holidays <laughs> have passed, we yeah. promise we will be on it. Maybe. Or we might just get busy with other things. That's true. But we're going to try. We're going to try. For you. Our so, listeners. Eco kitchen stuff. Eco kitchens. So, honestly, I feel like a lot of this stuff is just kind of compilations, 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 whatever. Compilations. Pick your pronunciation um, of things that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten in depth on some of these subjects, others of these subjects we haven't really. And so maybe those are future episodes that we could talk about. I was in charge of the polls this week and they were broad. So... That's my bad. So here we are. <laughs> this is what happens when I try to do something <laughs> for the podcast. No, no, no. I I appreciate I needed the help. And I appreciate it. She's been busy. So um bear with me. Okay. It's a long list of things. I just kind of put together a general overview. And if you have anything to add, I think I might if if I'm like, oh my goodness, this wasn't even on the list, I'll add it and yeah. you as well. If okay. we get to the end and go wait we didn't even talk about that and i feel like you know i i put this 
in the polls because when I was listening through New Year's resolutions, it was one that we had talked about some specific things like composting that we could do mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Um, but I feel like we haven't necessarily touched on a broad overall kitchen and yeah. some people's resolutions were to make their kitchens more eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. And so um, this might, like you said, this might lead to a couple other tangent episodes that we want to dive into. Um, but I think a broad overview to start off the year is perfect. Yeah. yeah. So here we go. Um, so really, this is something that we've been working on since August, and we are by no means perfect at it at all. Like, we're still kind of doing the work through what we have, um, but it's it's just a work in progress as a whole. Yeah. Um, and there are so many things that we could possibly say. Like, there's there's just infinite articles and ideas and suggestions. And so it, it's kind of a pick where your values are at. Like, what's the most important to you? Yeah. Um, but I guess, first of all, to please use what you have. We've said it once. We'll say it again. Use what we have. And whether that means you, if you have a roll of paper towels and you use all of the paper towels or it's like, you know what, I'm going to use these for art supplies and you put it in your art supplies cabinet and you don't use it again. Or if you've got paper plates and plastic cutlery you know you don't need to stop doing dishes for a month and get through all of your plastic stuff I mean just you can you can something like that you can box away but -hmm. if you've got endless dish soaps don't just scrape all of your dish soaps into the trash and start over just use what you've got for sure um so here are some ways to clean up your kitchen ha that was a a, so that I laughed at that when I was putting together my notes clean up your kitchen you're funny it really wasn't that funny but i was amused (laughs) um so first of all environmentally friendly dishwashers Mm -hmm. so i was reading over this um i so my sources were environmental-conscience.com um and me i was my source i like it so um i was (laughs) it is it's very credible we're the biggest life experts we just go to google just to confirm our own thoughts. That's true. <laughs> so I was reading over on the article on eco- environmental conscience. Um, and I was like, oh, eco-friendly dishwashers. And so I was reading it. And actually, rather than give suggestions for eco-friendly dishwashers, it really was just saying that dishwashers are more eco-friendly than we think that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually a really big eco-myth. That washing dishes by hand is better for the environment than using the dishwasher. Which is not true, actually. Which- I'm still trying to accept that because just all through college, I've just always scrubbed my own dishes because I I haven't always had a dishwasher. Yeah. This is our, this is my first apartment that I've ever had a dishwasher. Yeah. I think it might be mine too. So yeah, I think it's just, and it really does also depend on context Mm -hmm. because if you have one dish, it is less water to wash your one dish than put it in the dishwasher and run the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. So really the push is to load the dishwasher to capacity and then run it. And that is less water than hand washing all of those dishes. Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of something to think about. So if you're in the market for a dishwasher, um, look at their parameters for energy and water consumption. Make sure that they're on the lower end of the scale and just kind of go from there. Cool. Um, but if you're not, 
no stress about it because your dishwasher, odds are your dishwasher is pretty eco-friendly as yeah. is. It's like a bus. Yes. Like how, you know, one car probably isn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But if you have like a hundred cars, then all of a sudden you have traffic and pollution and everything. Yeah. But if all of those one people driving the car got onto a bus, then all of a sudden COVID would spread in the bus. <laughs> the bus is on fire. The bus crashes and burns and suddenly everyone's dead. Yes, exactly. But yeah, all, all of a sudden that pollution is only coming from the one bus and the, there's no more traffic mm-hmm. and all of these things. Whereas if you have one person who's like, the bus is mine and rents out the entire bus and all 100 right. people choose to rent out the full bus, <laughs> yes, that would be silly. That's a bigger problem. That's a bigger problem. Yeah. So load the bus. Load the bus. Load the bus. The wheels on the bus go round and round. Um, if you're gonna, <laughs> it's going to finish that song. I was trying to think we of something to... witty to say, and I had nothing witty, so I went with the words. We had to sing for you guys at least once, guys. Ta-da! Ta-da! Um, if you're a coffee drinker, invest in a coffee machine suitable for compostable coffee capsules or a French mm. press. Yes. So. I've heard from people that French presses are very nice. How does a French press work? You press it. And then it speaks French. Wow. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) It does not. She was, I had you fool. No, you did not. (laughs) You Um, had me at you press it. And then when you said it speaks French. no. No, it has like, I'm pretty sure it has like a strainer at the bottom. Yeah. And you like put all of your coffee stuff in with water and then you just like go it up and down a couple times and then at the end you push it all the way down and you have all the like coffee bean grains at the bottom mm-hmm. strained to the bottom of the interesting cup, and everything else is the coffee huh. above i knew it's kind of like a blender but not really uh well there you have it guys uh <laughs> french press by, french julia, press by julia who's <laughs> never used one yep um you can use pressure cookers or crock pots instead of conventional pots because mm-hmm. they use less energy that is interesting mm-hmm. crock pots or what pressure cookers oh. so like an instapot so my instapot yeah an instapot. i have an instapot i know i, I used made it you yesterday rice. i made you rice in an instapot yesterday you did <laughs> good job look go you we were eco-friendly which actually i will say instapots are lifesavers for so many different things but especially rice do you want to know how long it took me to cook your rice yesterday tell me how long like five minutes oh my goodness i was thinking it was gonna take maybe like 45 minutes and i know that's why i asked you so far in advance i know and i was like i got this Done. i don't even have to start it until later that was perfect and yeah, it's good rice. And then chicken, too, is also oh, yeah. super good in the Instapot because it keeps all of the... It doesn't dry out like it does in the oven. Mm-hmm. It keeps all the juices in the chicken. The juices. The juices. It's super good. So yeah. get an Instapot, guys. Do it Do for it. the environment. Do it for the environment. And for your sanity. It just saves so much time and it effort. Does. It's super easy. Instapot, do you want to sponsor us? please i would totally take a sponsorship by instapot same in a heartbeat did you know that you can get an insert 
to your Instapot. This is not an ad, you guys. <laughs> you can get an insert to your Instapot where you can um, fry chicken. Oh, yeah. Air fryer. Air fryer. An yeah. air fryer insert. I think your you mom can, was telling us about that. I think she has one. I would like one. Would That's what like I should one. have asked for for Christmas. That's it. Oh, well. It's okay. Next year. Yeah. Birthdays. Birthdays. Your birthday's coming up. I'm not going to forget this year. I'm not going to forget. Cut that out. No. Cut it out. <laughs> Never. Um, Scream. Sorry, guys. I just hurt your ears. <laughs> um, do your research on gas versus electric stoves. Mm-hmm. So both have their pros and cons. Um, and just shop where your values are. Yeah. So we'll kind of leave that up to you. Um solar oven anybody oh yeah that's cool however it only works when it's sunny mm. it's not like one of those solar panel things it where it can kind of bank the the energy gotcha it's kind of it only works when it's sunny so seattle i think so no SOL. nighttime cooking <laughs> nope <laughs> your solar oven yeah um kind of a very very neat idea not just kind of yeah. a neat idea very neat idea but um, not very effective in Seattle or at night or at night <laughs> or I think you're forgetting maybe I'm the only one that cooks after dark but like during the winter time when the sun goes down oh, at yeah. like six I mean that's it sorry I don't, I don't <laughs> early dinners I don't usually use the stove for lunch yeah or the oven for lunch or breakfast so breakfast really sometimes eggs or something yeah yeah if it's like eggs rarely but, but rarely yeah yeah for oatmeal yeah. yeah on the stove on the stove stove top oats good oats um you <laughs> <laughs> don't mock me i love that word oats you know you what you mock me for saying adidas it's not how you say it. It's not. That's not how you say oats either. <laughs> but it could be. <laughs> do you know what word I do like? Kettle meat pot. Do you know what word I do like? Clams. Ew. I just enjoy it. Why? Clams. You know what I think of when I think of clams? What? That PT exercise. Oh, clamshells? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are weird. Those are weird. <laughs> but that's why I associate. But clams. <laughs> no. Clams. Hang on. Do pearls come from oysters or clams? Oysters. Is that your final answer? Yes. Okay. We'll go with that then. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember. Um, it could be clams, though. I think it's oysters. I'm no expert. <laughs> You're not a clam expert. <laughs> clam. No. It's just clam. Do you like oysters? I've never had oysters. Oh. Did good. you know that they're an aphrodisiac? We'll have to go to Olive Garden and have some sometime. Olive Garden oysters? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That's where I have my oysters. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> if you are a toast kind of person you like can toast. use a toaster oven rather than we have a toaster oven we do well no i do at my house well like i mean Seattle. it's it said toaster oven like like a toaster oh yeah we have an actual toaster oven i think are, are those toaster ovens or are they called something else 
No, they're called toaster ovens. Oh. Like the mini ovens? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, like the picture in the article was like, it was just a toaster. Oh. Because I think, well, I think either a toaster oven or a toaster, both are using less energy than the oven. Right. So whichever direction you want to go, yeah. whether it be a toaster oven or a toaster, yeah. you're, you're fine. Fun fact, my mom, she might, well, I don't think she really listens anymore, but she might hate me for throwing her under the bus like this. But during the summertime, she does not let us use the oven because it heats up the house. And so we have to use the toaster oven if we want to make anything. But the toaster oven isn't super big, so. So what do you guys eat? Just, like, we mostly barbecue mm. or um, do, like, stovetop stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Not not the brand stovetop, just <laughs> to clarify. all summer. <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify. Four months out of that the is, year. I promise stuffing. you that that's not what Linda cooks us. No, during the summer, we don't eat that much, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't know. I don't know if you're like this, but when I'm when it's like hot outside, I don't really have much of an appetite. No, really. Well, I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll have to pay attention next summer, but I definitely I've got an appetite. Maybe <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not that I don't have an appetite, but like I feel like I can eat like a couple pieces of watermelon and call it good. Not for the day, but (laughs) well, maybe because maybe there is some truth to that because of like hibernation or whatever, like winter's just it's bulking season. And so got to bulk up, got to bulk up and then cut in the summer (laughs) as one does. We're experts in health, too. Truly. (laughs) Um, Anyways, that was just a side tangent, though, of Linda not letting us. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Not letting us uh, do that. So. Gotcha. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, you can also use a chest freezer instead of a vertical freezer um, because oh. they're also more energy efficient. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Which I feel like that might be. Everyone can hate me if they want, but I'm just going to cancel you if you cancel me. <laughs> um I feel like that's kind of one that I'm like, eh, I don't really want to, I don't know if I'd have the garage space if, because if you want to switch to a chest freezer, then you have to either have the garage space, have space in your house, um, not use your freezer. Yeah. If you have a traditional shaped fridge, there's just all kinds of hoops to kind of jump through to use a chest freezer um oh you know i think my parents have a chest freezer but not like in a chest like it's it was kind of a yeah it's a drawer freezer yeah so maybe that's Mm. a chest freezer type because it's not upright yeah so those fridges that have the drawers maybe but also can you imagine the suspicion that would get drawn if you were suspected of a murder and you recently brought bought a chest freezer oh yeah that'd be bad timing every time i see a chest freezer i think there's a body in it same every time time. so even at the gas stations oh yeah i'm like definitely a body in there those chest freezers Uh uh-huh have you seen those yeah like yeah the just they're full of like ice cream or whatever i'm like somebody's definitely definitely hit a body there or even like the big ice machines at the grocery store 
like oh, the yeah. big big wide one at the front by the uh-huh. um the cash registers right. and you like have to open the door and like dive halfway into the ice machine to get your bag of ice you have expect like a body to be behind the bag of ice that you grab yeah yeah or maybe someone to i know it's in a public place but what if someone comes and like knocks me into the freezer <laughs> got him got him you know no one's coming for me i know we're in the grocery store no one's coming for me it's also not a locking door so it's not like you couldn't push out it's a big fear of mine and getting locked in a big freezer one of those big walk-in freezers yeah that would be terrifying oh my gosh you guys we're at the grocery store and we're buying milk right and the milk that we need there is one left at the back of the shelf in that little um refrigerated section and julia's like well looks like we're gonna need to get a different milk and i was like what are you talking about there's like three i guess it wasn't just one there were like three right there but they were all the way in back they were all the way in the back and she's like i can't i can't do it and i was like why is someone gonna pull you in and she was like yes and she made me lunge into the back (laughs) of the fridge to get the milk because someone decided to be a wuss I wasn't going for it. I'm calling it like it is. That was you your best day. <laughs> well, what were you were you gonna save me? If no. someone grabbed my arm and pulled me in, what would would you just flee in I the direction? I would have taken the shopping cart and made sure I grabbed your purse on the way out. <laughs> well, true friendship. Here we are. At guys. its finest. <laughs> so, anyways, um avoid leaky faucets. <laughs> that was a good segue. Great. Great segue. Um, leaky faucets can lead to lots and lots and lots of dollars just flushed right down the drain. Just, Along with your friendship, because your friend's going to let you get pulled right into the fridge. Right into the fridge. That was a good tie-in. Good job. Thank you. Use biodegradable waste bags or... <laughs> or reuse the crap out of your plastic bags. Hey, we have a stash I literally wrote STASH in all caps. <laughs> if you have a stash of them like we do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we have because, a stash. Because sometimes we forget to get our um, reusable, reusable bags, bags yes. to use at the grocery store. Yeah. And so we get stuck with bags sometimes. And what we do is we just use them as trash liners. Yeah. yeah. And so... I don't know. You and I don't really generate so much trash that we're going through trash liners often. So we're just using a lot of bags. Bags. Yeah. It works for what we need. It does. Um, Use recycled aluminum foil and recycle it. I was going to say, I saw a post the other day. Did you see this? Maybe. I saw a post. I really didn't think. I knew aluminum was... Um, recyclable, mm-hmm. but I didn't think that like tin foil that you used in the kitchen was. It's aluminum foil. Okay, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. Well, I mean that's that's what it's called. Like, yes, tin foil is aluminum foil. Yes. <laughs> okay. But I know I, I know I just okay, I okay. used to, I used two different terms for it in the same sentence. Yes, but I didn't know that you like if you clean it off. Which might be easier said than done. But like if you clean off the food, you can just ball it up and recycle it. Yes. I did know that. That's usually what I do. I always throw it away. (laughs) Because it can be infinitely recycled. Well, I knew that with like soda cans. Yeah. But my mind just didn't put it together with aluminum foil for Mm -hmm. some reason. Yep. That's it. 
Um, avoid bottled water if you live somewhere that that's a possibility. I know that not a lot of places um, have access to clean water. And so right. if at that's California. the case at California, <laughs> um, if that's the case, you don't need to sacrifice your water quality and your health yeah. for please, this. Please look out for your health first. Yes, please. There are <laughs> other options. Like if you have those, I don't know what they're called, the massive blue water jugs and it's like a delivery service, so you'll leave oh. your blue water jugs oh, out, and they'll yeah. come and get the big blue ones and swap them out for other ones. Like and you just the ones that businesses have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe look into that um, sure. because that is also less plastic. A water filter for your faucet. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that you could do. Yeah. Just swerve plastic if possible. Yeah. Um, if you're a party person, look into biodegradable cutlery and plates. Yes. Um, if you don't like dishes, look into something that's biodegradable. And I actually, I was kind of mulling this over a little bit um, because I was um, working on some paperwork for this new um, job that I have. And one of the passages that I had to read was actually about the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, oh. and which was really cool. And um, it... It was kind of talking about how plastics, like, they biodegrade, but they biodegrade smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And they never mm-hmm. completely disappear. Yeah. And I knew that, but it didn't. It's one of those moments where it just kind of hits you and you, you go, oh, wow, yeah. I get it now. And so even though I feel like the argument is, oh, plastic is recyclable. Oh, plastic will biodegrade at some point. I mean, it will break down to the point that you can't see it, mm-hmm. but it's never going to break down to be completely gone. Yeah. And in the meanwhile, it's just kind of poisoning the ground. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like and doing the dishes. Fish that we eat, if you eat fish. Oh my goodness, yes. I've seen so many horrible images recently of fish that have been um, dissected. I think it's laterally, like mm-hmm. cut in half. And you can see the their stomach and it's just full of plastic pieces. And it's like, I mean, that's... Yeah. If you're a fish eater, you're eating that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't love that. So. Yeah. So, if you are, you can look at bamboo cutting boards. Um, and that, I think other bamboo um, kitchen, not appliances per se, but um, like a, a knife block, a bamboo knife block or a mm-hmm. bamboo dish drying rack or Anything like that. So not just bamboo cutting boards, but anything that could be made out of bamboo is made out of bamboo. Which I will say, I have a bamboo cutting board and I love it. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't, like you know the plastic ones, how they kind of stain sometimes with when you're cutting fruits or vegetables or anything that has like bright colors. Mm -hmm. I have not had any problems. I've cut like carrots, which it makes it like orangey mm-hmm. at the time but as soon as you scrub it it's gone yeah and yeah i just really like it it does i mean it's like a, any cutting board the knife marks start to show up a little bit but mm-hmm. not like it's not it doesn't look super messed up yeah so and actually i didn't know this but it probably depends on how aggressively you cut as well but you can sometimes cut little particles of plastic and that'll get into your food from your cutting board yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Um, reusable paper towels, or you can opt for hand towels. We have mm-hmm. both. Um, 
which I, so I've got bamboo paper towels. I think I mentioned that a few episodes ago. Yeah. But um, I've enjoyed them. However, they do kind of break down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I think when I get to the point that I'm just going to throw them away or I don't, I think they're compostable. I'm going to need to look into that and see if they are compostable. Yeah. Um, but when I get to the point that I'm going to get rid of them and look into something else, I think I want something a little bit more um, cotton pad-esque mm. just because... I feel like that will maintain the integrity of the cloth better. Yeah. Whereas with the bamboo paper towels, you wash them once and they're already starting to kind of biodegrade. Right. So there's that. Which I think, you know, they are reusable, but I think they still only have a limited number of washes. Mm -hmm. And I'm still very hesitant to use them on certain things. Like if I were to spill something, I'd be like, "Uh, where's the towel? Where's the towel? Give me the towel. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Um, sponges made from recycled materials or scrub brushes that are bamboo and recycled plastic. Mm -hmm. We have some of both. We've loved them both. Um, you can grow your own herbs, which will reduce a lot of kitchen plastic. Yeah. Use organic or make your own cleaning products. We have a whole episode on that. Yeah. By Julia. Um, buy local foods. We have a whole episode on that as well. Um, and by local, we mean the closest thing to your circle. Mm-hmm. So if you live in Utah, lobster is just not local. Right. Um, unfortunately. Unfortunately, we don't have lobster just pouring <laughs> out of everything. The lakes here. The lakes. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> Nasty. Um, so just don't outsource to the other side of the world. Look mm-hmm. to your closest distributor. Yeah. So maybe that's Maine. Maybe that's Alaska. I don't really know where they have local lobster. But... You want Washington. Um, Washington. Washington's a great option. And you not only want your closest distributor, you want quality too. Mm-hmm. So like if your neighbor has trash tomatoes, but they're your next door neighbor, and some guy two towns over has the best tomatoes in the world, go two towns over. You're still shopping local. True. Whereas if you're getting a product that's from twice, two times around the world, you know, it's it's not local anymore. Yeah. Right. Um So just kind of look at the miles of your product. Um, Use reusable silicone bags. Silicone? Silicone? I think they're two different materials. Silicone? This one doesn't have a knee. Silicone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Use reusable silicone (laughs) bags instead of um, plastic bags. So like the little sandwich baggies. Just look for something that's reusable. I need to be... I have a couple of those, but I need to be better at using those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've really enjoyed. I have little mini Tupperwares, mm-hmm. and so I use that a lot for packing my lunch. Yeah. Um. What gets me though is the gallon bags because I have, I'll have things that need to be, um, sealed, and they won't fit my Tupperwares. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I've got a gallon bag, and I'll just whip out a gallon bag. Right. So I'm trying to find a solution to that, and I haven't quite yet. Yeah. So I'm just kind of keeping my eyes out. Opt for other plastic wrap options. So we talked about beeswax wraps or Tupperwares Mm -hmm. another episode in the past. Um, Reusable shopping bags. We talked about that a little bit about that earlier. Um, Which I love that so many people wrote in about their New Year's resolution to be using reusable shopping bags. Yeah, I love that. I think that's so awesome. Hop on the trend. Um, composting. So episode two, we talked about, um, we went into a lot of details about episode two. Yeah. About episode two, about composting on episode two. 
It's way good. Yeah. Uh, um, avoid waste production. So don't buy more food than you need. Don't buy food that you're not going to eat. Um, a lot of times. Freeze stuff if it's starting to go bad. I yeah. do that with like spinach all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily use the spinach when it's fresh. I'll use it for like one thing. And then I will just have it. And then I just freeze it for smoothies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So if you're not going to use it, absolutely just freeze it. And please don't buy things you're not going to eat. I'm yeah. just going to re- reiterate that again. Like I bought turnips once and I don't eat turnips. <laughs> like straight up. I was like, oh, turnips. I never need turnips. <laughs> Why? Do you need it for a recipe? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try something new. Didn't need turnips. Yeah. Did not need turnips at all. Yeah. I feel like that's the hard thing when you're trying new recipes Mm -hmm. to kind of determine, like, you don't want to get boring in your cooking because I feel like, I don't know, for me, I mean, I eat chicken chicken noodle soup for five meals in a row. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like to want to cook, you want to cook something exciting. Yeah. You want to try something new. Don't be, like, super boring, but also just keep in mind that things like turnips are probably something that you're only going to use for that one recipe Mm -hmm. and probably for nothing else. Yeah. So. So something that I've tried to do is when meal planning and I know that I'm going to go buy a big bag of spinach, try and find ways to use it the entire week and not just be like oh i just need a cup of spinach for this one recipe i need to do that with the celery and carrots i have Mm still because i don't know what to do with those make more soup i could and just live off of soup for the rest of my life it's so good or you could do ants on a log (laughs) i like ants on a log (laughs) (laughs) i could do that i enjoy them uh, um, moving on avoid plastic packaging so look for unpackaged products or bring your own packaging if it's a bulk store yeah easier said than done but definitely maybe try to do do your best do your best and look for ways that you can kind of modify here and there for sure um pack a lunch lunch boxes are cool you guys celia has such a cute lunch box i do I have the cutest lunchbox and (laughs) (laughs) I love lunchboxes. I used to think they were the dumbest thing ever. I remember going to school with my lunchbox and I was humiliated about my lunchbox. Yeah. I used to tell my mom to pack my lunch in a a paper bag. That was the cool thing. That was the cool thing is to have a paper bag. Yeah. Not anymore, you guys. Not anymore. (laughs) Lunchboxes are back. See, I just from my middle school days, I have just always used like lululemon bags Mm -hmm. or like little bags like that from wherever yeah i don't know that's another idea too Mm -hmm. if you don't want to if you have a lulu bag or similar around the house and you don't want to go out and buy a new lunchbox do it use what you got tupperware i've packed my lunch in a tupperware box yeah um bento boxes are really in they they got they were in kind of in 2014 and I think they're still kind of that was so six years ago Celia that was so 2014 <laughs> Jeez. Um, oh my goodness so if you're kind of wanting to go that route my when I was at home my sister dug out her bento box because one year for Christmas my mom got us all bento boxes mm-hmm. and so 
Annie dug hers out. I don't even know what a bento box is. I like, I have to go look it up. It's a compartmentalized lunchbox. And they come in different shapes. Ours were like, they were, I think they were planet boxes. And so they're big metal. Um, They look like lunch trays. It's probably about the size of my computer here. They were chunky lunch boxes, but they were really cool. They were, they had individual compartments for your things and stuff. Yeah. It was really cool. Huh. Um, I never so it's those. I think it's like for, for portion control yeah. a little bit because you can it's like oh I have raisins and I only can put enough raisins in this little box yeah so it's kind of neat yeah um so if you're in the market for one maybe invest in something a little bit lasting so it's just kind of swerve plastic or if make sure it's gonna last you a long time right I know there's some cool bamboo lunch boxes mm-hmm. something to think about. Um, fabric napkins. I think that's kind of, I, I don't, I'm not a big napkin user. Yeah. Um, that sounds like I just, I just am sloppy. <laughs> I just don't use napkins. But, um. I mean, if you use, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you're eating. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. So just think about it. Something to think about. If you're a napkin user, maybe look in some, into some fabric napkins. Yeah. We have my family back home. We just have like plain white cloth napkins mm-hmm. and we kind of use them as a multi-use thing. Yeah. Like they kind of are used as um, like instead of paper towels sometimes if there's a spill or whatever, we use them mm-hmm. to kind of clean up. We use them when we're sitting down for like a nice dinner, put them down. I don't know. Yeah. There's cool. just different things that we yeah. can do with them. And they're just, just like plain white mm-hmm. little towel things. Easy to clean because you can bleach them. Exactly. And you don't have to worry about yeah. horrible stains. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, LED lights. You can switch out your your light bulbs in your, really in your whole house. But we're talking about kitchens. So switch them out in your kitchens. Yeah. Um, because LEDs are more energy efficient. Mm-hmm. And there are much better options out there than there used to be. So LED just used to be harsh and sterile light, but there's dimmable options, softer light, warmer light. So there's just a lot of choices now. That's good to know. Because that's what I always think of. My mom, one year, I don't even remember why she really did this, but she got us this like light panel to put up next to the um, like table that we ate breakfast at. Mm -hmm. And instead of turning on like the headlights in the morning she made us turn that on because she heard that it was like better for you in the mornings to have led lights on and so we just put those on but they were like sterile like in your face i hated them Mm -hmm. so much yeah it's kind of disgusting that's good to know though yeah they've they've improved come a long long way yeah since the good old early 2000s (laughs) since my like flashback triggers Yep. yep Um, you can adjust cooking behavior, so don't run the oven for five ever. Mm-hmm. Just turn it off when you're done. Um, and don't let it sit there for a long time until you're ready to use it. Mm-hmm. And don't leave the stove on. I feel like that's kind of common sense because it's a hazard. Don't burn your house down. Don't burn yourself. Um, get lasting cookware. So it is expensive at the front end, but it'll last you a long time mm-hmm. because Teflon pans, nonstick pans, as much as we love them, a lot of times, like, they're just not good quality, and so you get chips of Teflon into your food. Not mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Um, but if you get cookware that'll last you a long time, and 
maybe even swerve plastic um, cooking utensils. Like I love my 97 cent spatula. Yeah. It's plastic, but it has had its use. It is starting to melt at the end. And so I'm getting really gross, chunky pieces in my food. And so <laughs> maybe look at bamboo cooking utensils. Yeah. It's just something to think about. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, I know this has been a really long, expansive list. We're finally no, at the end. It's good. Um, reclaimed furniture to decorate your kitchen. Oh, cute. So, um, we talked about some reclaimed furniture ideas a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember which one, but a few episodes ago. Yeah, I have no so idea. So, <laughs> if you're looking to decorate, look at some reclaimed furniture options or go to your local thrift shop. Look at some, because you can find some really, really great furniture options. Mm. Um, And if you're, like, handy or crafty at all, like, really, I've I've done this with a bookshelf before. You just sand it down and repaint it and put a gloss on or whatever you want to do with it. And it looks like a brand new, like, table or whatever it is. Yeah, it's dang cute. Yeah. So that's what I have. It's kind of... Very long list and a lot of different routes to go. Um, But I feel like as long as you're eliminating plastic, Mm -hmm. then van, not the right van, (laughs) then um, you're kind of, you're headed in the right direction. Yeah. Buying, it's kind of, we, I feel like we're kind of beating a dead horse. Can we say that? Beating a dead horse. Yeah. Um, just a lot of it is very much get things that last get things that mean something to you get things that you need if you don't need it don't get it Mm -hmm. and avoid plastic use what you have use what you have and don't waste stuff yep that's kind of like if i were to summarize being eco-friendly i would kind of tm that tm it right now. tm done yeah, because that's kind of, that's that's what it boils down to, really. It is is yeah. in every aspect of in every aspect. Yeah. Do you need it? Great. Can you get it used? Great. Can you? Um, is it plastic free? Great. Yeah. Is it going to last you forever? Great. Easy. Easy Love money. It. Yeah, and I feel like that's like a good like starter kit of like you remember you know those kid books that name everything in the kitchen Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like it's a good like opening to this these are all the things that you could do in the kitchen Mm -hmm. now look into more in depth if that's something you feel like you want to look into yeah and i think that kind of opens the door for future episodes whereas like we can exclusively talk about dish cleaning yeah and we'll talk about the different like brushes and soap cakes and drying racks and all of the possibilities or we can talk about fridge i didn't even touch fridge things so fridge is another day yeah um and how you can keep your food fresher longer in the fridge so Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of different directions that you can go so this is very much a broad umbrella i liked it though it was good there you go all right you're welcome thank you your turn (laughs) all right guys i will try to do my best to um teach y'all some things about investing um so precursor to this i am not an experienced investor you're not no 
<laughs> um, and I don't have any training or degree in anything investing. So this is purely just um, my research and what I know from like kind of personal experience. So here we go. I got this info from Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Of course. That's actually it. where this, the, the Wikipedia page for, I just searched, um, what did I search? Investing in eco. Mm-hmm. And it was the um, Wikipedia page for eco investing. Yeah. Super simple, but it was one of the best Wikipedia pages that I've been to. So nice. Yeah. A lot of good information. Um, I also got it got info from naturalinvestments.com and money.usnews.com. Cool. So some good resources. Sounds I would say. (laughs) Um so this is what the Wikipedia page said about eco investing. Tell me. It is a form of socially responsible investing where investments are made in companies that support or provide environmentally friendly products and practices oh so pretty straightforward i feel like yeah it kind of eco investments summarizes it basically Mm -hmm. but it's investing in companies that are eco-friendly yeah basically makes sense um so a big myth around this and i actually feel like i buy into this myth a lot uh-huh. um is that socially responsible investments make less money than conventional ones so you think of like i don't know when i think of investments the first like big um like money hitter maybe not right now necessarily because i think with the pandemic they aren't doing so hot but mm-hmm. like a big money hitter generally is like exxon they've been around forever made good money um but they're not necessarily the most eco-friendly company right yeah um but when you think of big money hitters you don't necessarily think of solar panels or Uh you know it's like it's like the whole the whole concept that nonprofits cannot be success well they can be successful but that they can't make money yeah and that you have to be poor to be a nonprofit, which is not true. Yeah. You can successfully make money and have overhead mm-hmm. um, and have employees and pay them a living wage um, and still be a nonprofit. Yeah. So kind of similar concept. Right. And I think it also comes from like the idea that a lot of these eco-friendly companies are up and coming. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of starting from ground zero whereas older companies that are more established are making more money right now probably because they've been established for years now Mm -hmm. um but in fact the evidence um i copied and pasted this so i apologize for the language (laughs) here but the evidence amassed through hundreds of studies shows historically responsible products have performed as well as or better than their conventional counterparts. So basically there's no the data shows no um proof behind it. Mm-hmm. So kind of good to keep in mind when you're thinking about investments. I feel like a lot of times investments at least for me, I feel like I don't necessarily think of investments being 
not eco-friendly because it's just a different category in uh-huh. my mind. It's earning money, right? Yeah. But it's kind of it kind of goes back to what we talk to all the time in the podcast is put your money where your mouth is, right? Mm-hmm. If you're putting money towards eco-friendly products, then there's going to be more demand for that. If you're putting put, investing your money in eco-friendly stocks or mutual funds or whatever, then those are going to rise up, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, just some things to think about when yeah. you're thinking about investing. Um, so starting in the mid-90s, actually, which I was surprised that it was so early on. Yeah. Um, the investors, the investors, just <laughs> investors in general. <laughs> the investors. Um, Yeah, investors started looking for those companies that were better than their competitors in terms of managing their environmental impact. So they started realizing that, um, and I think we've talked about this too sometimes, that sometimes what will differentiate a company in a good way and put them ahead of their competition is them being more... um, like conscientious about uh-huh. the environment. Yeah. Um, we've talked about that with flight or like planes in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I just thought that was interesting that even in the mid 90s, that was something that was differentiating companies there. Um, so another strategy that some investors have. So the main strategy is obviously investing in eco-friendly companies, uh-huh. right? But another strategy that investors have um, is just to avoid the most or like the highest pollutant companies. Um, so doing some research on that, on that end of things and just not supporting those companies that are doing the worst for the mm-hmm. environment. Um, and that way, you know, maybe have a that way you have a broader selection maybe of things that you can invest in, but you're still not supporting those top yeah industries so they're putting their money where their values are yeah on a on a bigger scale Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah i have i have that note at the end but but basically like investing even take take out um like the factor of eco-friendly investing is all about balancing your values, mm-hmm. balancing your risk, val- balancing um, how much money you're willing to put forward, right? And so adding in eco, um, like being conscientious of the environment, it's just kind of balancing where you want to see your money at, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, So... The Global Climate Prosperity Scorecard um, is actually what monitors investments in green companies. So it's kind of a tally, if you will, um, that basically just keeps records of specifically green companies and how they're doing in the stock market. Mm -hmm. Um, And they said that since 2007, um, it's estimated that uh 1.248 trillion has been invested globally in green companies wow which is pretty cool yeah which 
I honestly, I'm kind of surprised that that number is so high. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like people are, because of that myth, and maybe it's just because I've bought into that myth, but I feel like people are scared to invest in green because they're worried about not making any money on it. Yeah. You know? Because it feels like green equals poor. Right. It really does. Which is kind of backwards also because... A lot of people are like, I need money to be eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a weird, it's, it's just full it of is. myths. Yeah, it is. It's a, a lot of backward stuff. And I mean, if you think about it, investing is, you're investing for the future, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're you're putting money in now. Oh, there's our pipes, pipes. again. <laughs> Peepies. You're, put, you're putting money in now when in into companies that you expect will do well down the road Mm -hmm. right and so honestly it makes sense that people are investing in green because i feel like that is the future we're starting to see it already you know people are transitioning into sustainable energy um you know tons of different stuff that are more green and so it makes a lot of sense if you like break it down and think about it yeah but i feel like just at face value exactly what you said it seems like the worst mistake Mm -hmm. to invest in green yeah because why would you yeah you want to go for the you want to go for the big dogs yeah exactly yeah there's so natural investments i cited that before um that is a company um they have this tool that's called the heart rating Mm -hmm. and basically what it does is been around since the early 90s um it gives a snapshot of um, socially responsible investment mutual fund um, on their environmental, social, and um, governance performance. So it just gives it like a rating with hearts. It's like a five-star rating, but Mm -hmm. it has hearts. And um, I'll put the link on the website. I didn't do a ton of research into how they calculate all that stuff, um, but basically they just do a breakdown of all of these different um, things that you can invest in and break down their score basically for that, which is kind of cool. If you're like looking into um, like top places to invest for sustainability or whatever, um, and you don't want to do a ton of research on your own, those might be good places. Mm -hmm. Um, So, They don't include um, consideration of financial performance, so they really only focus on the social side of things. So you'll have to do your own research. Like Once you find a couple that you're like, these ones are my top favorites because they score well in the things that matter to me, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Once you find that, maybe do your own research financially to see how they're doing like on the charts with that. Yeah. Um, and then just in terms of like doing your own research for companies, if you want to take the time to do that, if there is, um, a company that you have heard is green or that you think is green, um, just look beyond the marketing material, um, and especially beyond the name, because Mm -hmm. we've talked about greenwashing a lot. Yeah. Especially in today's day and age, people are people know that people are trying to move towards being more green. Mm-hmm. And so if they can get you on a quick name, 
and pass as a green company, then they will. Yeah. And so just try to look beyond that. Um, They said to uh, look at their revenues, which is a little bit more in depth than (laughs) I will go. Uh (laughs) Maybe look at their mission statement. I don't know. Um, But uh, but yeah, revenue is a good way to look at it. Like if you take Exxon again, for example, they make money off of getting getting oil, right? That's mm-hmm. their only revenue. So yeah, yeah. Um, Which for anyone who's curious, um, these companies, most companies, um, what's it called? The financial records mm-hmm. are um, public. Oh yeah. And Sorry, so, I forgot to mention that. You're totally good. Yeah. yeah, if if anyone's like, how in the world do I do that? You can just, like, Google it. Yeah. You just, hey, Axon Mobile's financial records for the 2021 fiscal year or whatever. Right. And you can find all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. And it might take, it might be technical reading. Mm-hmm. So it might be hard to kind of decipher sometimes very very technical reading but if that's the kind of thing that you're like if you're if you're into investing and you're used to looking at that kind of stuff and you're thinking about going more green look at revenues if that's something that you're used to take a look at that Mm -hmm. if not just try to do research in other ways that you can mission statements i feel like are a good way to go yeah definitely and even um reviews people people loved i i mentioned this earlier people love to give their two cents yeah and so keep in mind you the people who leave reviews are typically the ones who have had stellar experiences and the ones who have had garbage experiences so you just kind of have to the truth is somewhere in the middle there it's somewhere in the middle so it's kind of up to you to to dig through it yeah but if you don't want to go dig through all of their financial paperwork which is totally fine. I get that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can look at their mission statement and look and see what people have had to what people have to say about it. Yeah. And for sure. not just when you pull up their website and it's like, um, every every company's got it like reviews and they only post their five star reviews. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go look on on other places. Yeah. Yelp. Right. I think Yelp's a little bit more like food and experience. Yeah, based, but there's. But- I don't I don't know. People there's, will always places. leave reviews places. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So just kind of do some digging. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then another thought that I um well, I saw this in one of the articles. It was just talking about a lot of times when we think about investing in green, we think about investing in like traditionally green things, mm-hmm. sustainable energy, yeah. alternative um like water sources or whatever. Um and that's not necessarily the only way that you can invest in mm-hmm. being sustainable. There's a lot of tech companies that um, have like sustainable. Um, what was the example that I saw? It was like um, a tech company that produces a um, technology for um cleaning water basically mm-hmm. so their their product isn't necessarily a sustainable product but it can be used towards being more sustainable if that makes sense yeah so just kind of dig into that a little bit more um but it doesn't necessarily have to be 
completely traditional or you know if there's a company that maybe it's a clothing company or something um but they will plant trees or they have something else that you know that you like about them and you want to invest in that Mm -hmm. do that um basically at the end of the day ask yourself what you're trying to accomplish with your investments and if that's money that's okay and if that's somewhere in between money investing where you where your heart lies of being eco-friendly and sustainable find something that will work for you within that realm you know yeah um so yeah it's it's kind of just a balance cool yeah that's all that's it yeah (laughs) i didn't want to i was when i first saw that people wanted to talk about investments i was like oh man i'm gonna have to like research the best companies to invest Mm -hmm. in but then i realized that it really just depends on what you value yeah and so i feel like i tried to give a toolkit a starter kit Mm -hmm. if you will for people who are maybe intimidated or questioning if investing in green eco companies is a good idea um so hopefully i've convinced people otherwise i'm convinced or not otherwise but (laughs) (laughs) convince them otherwise hopefully they're convinced to do so Mm -hmm. um but yeah so just if if you want to look into that you gotta do your own research i will not be i will not be your financial guru (laughs) i will not take responsibility for your financial decisions but it's not responsible for theft or (laughs) loss damage of property yeah yeah but hopefully that's enough of just like some ideas to get people going on down that route that was cool yeah i liked that thanks i wasn't quite sure what people wanted so hopefully I answered some questions and if you have any other questions or if you want me to go in more depth about anything like that, just DM us or email us, you know, where to find us. So, yep. All right. Anything else? No. We are wrap up. I think that's all. Yeah. I always say no, but now I... I know, you never have anything to add. And then it's always awkward when I'm the last person to talk, Mm -hmm. and then I have to jump back into the plug. Yeah. Take it away. Take it away, Ernie. All right. Um, So if you have enjoyed our episode today and others, please download and subscribe to us on um, Apple Podcasts as well as um, anywhere else you listen. If you download on Spotify or wherever else. Instagram and Twitter accounts are G underscore four podcast. Um, our Facebook page is Good Girls Go Green. Email us at Good Girls Go Green Pod. Good Girls Go Green. Yikes! <laughs> rebranding, major rebranding. Good Girls Go Green Podcast at gmail.com. Our website, which is beautiful. You guys should check it out. Yes, please do. <laughs> good Julia girls. did such a good job on it. Oh, thank you. I'm flattered. <laughs> you should be. Um, good girls go green podcast.com. And our Patreon, of course, is you can just find us Good Girls Go Green, right? Yep. Yeah. And we've got some cool stuff on there. So Super go check cool us stuff. out. Support us. 
we love we would love for you guys to support us. <laughs> we love support. <laughs> <laughs> and we will support you right back. Heck yes. Yes. All right. Have a great week, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>